balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. Balance of nature helps every single person, no matter athletic, no matter if they're young, if they're old. And for me, after retiring, I started taking balance of nature and I've never felt better in my life. And I've been trying to make myself feel good for 40 years now. Balance of nature is not a supplement. It's not in addition to our health. It's the foundation to our health. It's the foundation to your life to have 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every day. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. The following show is proudly made in the USA, but secretly owned by China and is motivated by oil interests in the Middle East. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Have you ever heard of some fellows who first came over to this country? You know what they found? They found a howling wilderness with summers too hot and winters freezing. Did they have insurance for their old age, for their crops, for their homes? They did not. They looked at the land and the forests and the rivers. They looked at their wives, their kids, and their houses. And then they looked up at the sky and they said, Thanks, God. We'll take it from here. They were rugged fellows. They were men. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. And I appreciate all the new listeners out there, and uh, I hope that you enjoy the program. In fact, just bring in truth. That's what we're here to do. We're not corporate-owned. We just want to say the truth. We just want to get truthful messages out there. I know it's a shock and awe moment, isn't it? Um, in America, I think at least the Chinese realize that they're being propagandized, too. We don't, for some reason, have that luxury in America. We don't realize we're being propagandized, too. And so here we are trying to give you the messages, and, and let's tell the real stories. I have Dr. Duke Pest on with me because he's on with me every Monday from the Dr. Duke show. And I always appreciate his outlook on things. Uh, Dr. Duke, how are you? I am doing just great. (laughs) Uh, I I sit back with a a hard lemonade watching the disintegration of the American reputation across the globe. I know. I'm just in shock. I'm just in shock, but I'm not, but I am. I don't know how else to describe this last 18 months, but let me just tell you, tomorrow I am going to be hosting the fourth hour of Alex Jones, and I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to bring the messages of this show to Alex Jones's show, and it'll be a lot of fun. So I'm excited to do that. You can catch that tomorrow um, wherever you listen to Alex Jones, and there's a lot of places of course. And I'm really, I'm, I'm grateful that the video I made, it's 20 minutes. It tells about the experience at the hospital. Um, at least people are getting this because there's over, I think it's about 700,000 views now. Um, so I, incredible, incredible. I'm kind of blown away by it. And I'm getting messages from all over the world. And it's either people saying, I have a loved one in the hospital right now. Uh, can I get the protocol you guys used? And basically it's health and nutrition to help your immune system. Because the big question I get is, is well, you know, they have to put them on a ventilator when they're not breathing. The whole point of the video was you'd never get them to that point. They, they get to that point super fast, you know. 
you don't have to get to that point and you don't have to get to the point where you're making that decision. So that's what the whole point of the video was. So that's getting out. It's going viral. I'm really appreciative of that. And uh, and I'm loving your emails and questions. I can't always get back because I've been inundated this week. But I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages a day. But let me just tell you, thank you. And please get that video out so we can save some lives. That's the most important thing. Um Okay, Dr. Pesta, obviously Afghanistan. We, you know, is it the new Saigon? Let's talk about Afghanistan. Everybody's talking about this today. And I do find it kind of interesting, I have to say, that Afghanistan comes and our withdrawal and the big hot mess that it is the same exact week that voter fraud should be in the news. Oh, no nope, yeah. crickets. Yeah. Always interesting. Yeah. To me. Yeah. 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 You're right. I mean, it, even when the, the, the progressives have an embarrassment against them, mm-hmm. they seem to time it right, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, it's a little too obvious, right? I would, I would hope because yeah. we could have done that anytime. Well, yeah. I think now the same thing that happened to Trump by device is happening to the Democrats. Because, because what, what the mainstream media and the, the tech companies and all the, the globalists, what they all teamed up to do to Trump, the endless crisis, end, endless made-up problems that made it impossible for Trump to really make progress. Uh, he had a cabinet stock full of uh, rhino retreads that also sabotaged him from, from within. All of that was done to Trump. Yeah. All of this with the Democrats right now is completely self-inflicted, uh, which I very much like to see. I mean, uh, they've, they've got so many ways chaotically in which they've run this country into the ground that it's almost too much to study right. uh, in one in one set you i mean you you mentioned voter fraud which should have taken the front and center this week it's going to be weeks before we hear about that now simply because of what's happening in Kabul and so yeah. and you think you you add that to the border you add that to inflation you add that to the politicization of our federal government along critical race theory lines you add that to what's coming my old mom and dad you wait to see what's coming when your kids go back to school in a few weeks. It's 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 staggering in the how quickly this kind of uh, usually people with socialist ambitions, mm-hmm. groups of people with socialist ambitions, they don't demonstrate this lack of inefficiency and stupidity until after they secured power. What you're seeing here now is the carnival, the carna, the uh, what do they call them? The uh, Keystone Cops version of what globalist, uh, a real globalist rule would look like. A lot of the diktats, very little conversation, uh, a whole lot of disaster left in their wake. Right. Oh, I'm yeah, absolutely. And looking at the situation as a whole, now we're leaving this very, very hot mess in a way where we leave the equipment. And people don't understand with ISIS, you don't wear matching white outfits and have matching white tennis shoes and all drive Toyota trucks without some involvement there. Because over in the Middle East, that's certainly not going to happen unless you have some uh, involvement in producing and directing the theater show I called I, I call ISIS. And how much does that apply to the Taliban? Did we legitimize the Taliban by striking an agreement in the last five years? years with them well there were a lot of people running things over there um and so i you know t- t- here's another thing too i do want to mention before we talk about the taliban and and saigon and and all of this with afghanistan mark milley uh, general milley was on msn saying that oh now all these afghanistans are, are going to be coming over all these terrorists are going to be coming over here is he setting us up for a false flag 
yeah, I would go with yes on this. Um, but yeah, so. yeah, we have some we have some definite things coming our way, and we'll be able to blame it on this. Um, but you know, the other thought was: are they are is the media taking Biden down in the press because maybe there is a plan to off him at some point so they can install Kamala, which is which is the other Obama. Uh, you know, the other Obamite uh, in the White House. And so I thought about that, too, because they never put anything on that guy. That guy can sniff children all day long and they'll just they'll just say, wow, how wonderful. What kind of soap are the kids using? I mean, it's amazing to see the the press with Biden, but they're letting him fall on this on his own sword a little bit on this. So that was the other thought I had was, ooh, are they going in for let's start demonizing. So so if something happened to him, quote unquote, um, then, of course, they no one would miss him you know the, all of this all of this debacle so that was another thought i had legitimate or not that's just kate thinking but i want to talk about afghanistan a little bit and the saigon a lot of people are calling this saigon of 1975 what 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 say you on that what say you on the fall of saigon well i think in some ways it's more embarrassing than saigon because yeah. saigon uh, it, it was almost unavoidable because of the duration of the war that had been fought before and in what dire straits the Americans found themselves in after the uh, the main, after Walter Cronkite turned his back on the war mm-hmm. and uh, the, things got tight. That was a much different story. This is basically, they were well financed, the Viet Cong. They had China and Russia who were just flooding them with first-rate munitions and uh, they had they they were well equipped and they were well organized. We we never really did beat them back the way we had beat back the Taliban. There were mm-hmm. so many more of them too. Right, right. I mean, you think about what a populated country uh, uh, Vietnam was vis-a-vis uh, how remote and sparse and and unlivable huge swaths of Afghanistan are. It was not a it was not an overwhelmingly large militia to defeat. We just stopped fighting. I mean, we got in there quick. We did a good job initially, cleared out Kabul, cleared out the uh, the most populated cities, drove them into their rock-like homes. There was not much you could do once you had done that. But you, you but we should have been, uh, wait, if we were there, we should have been waging war the whole time. Instead, we went into, after about the first 18 months, we went into social building programs. <laughs> we went into all this kind of stuff without in any way, shape, or form dealt with the enemy on the outside. And the other thing we obviously now, it's, it's, retro, it's retrospective now, hindsight. The other thing we did a lousy job of over what, four different presidential administrations? Mm-hmm. What we did a lousy job was teaching the Afghanis to fight for themselves. Right. And then on top of that, um, we have the drugs, we have the poppy fields, we have a lot of things that are apparently pretty obvious with what's going on with Afghanistan, too, and maybe why we stayed there. We should have never been there in the first place, I don't think. And so when we went in there, um, now we have the, that protection. So here's a question. Are they trying to get us uh, in there with even a bigger, uh, you know, even a bigger, let's say, uh, reconciled, um, yes, we need to stay in Afghanistan, we need to be there and maybe a lot of it has to do with the protection of those poppy fields i don't know but i do find it kind of interesting are we trying to have some justification in ramping up and staying over there i don't know what do you think well the odd thing is is that they didn't need a justification to do it yeah all biden had to do is when he took office just what he's doing now condemning Trump for his, for his lack of preparedness or condemning Trump falsely and mostly, but he, certainly the, mini, the media would have supported him. 
just like they're supporting him now. Right. Biden takes office. He condemns Trump's foreign policy, particularly Afghanistan. Uh, then he he, so he he didn't need this kind of embarrassment to just start pumping that up yeah. again. Yeah. And so and, and you and I have said, Todd, man, yeah. Biden's not making any of these no. decisions, period. No. <laughs> no. The, the people who are making these decisions wants to want to see the American military humiliated uh, on as many fronts as possible. There's no way that I don't believe I, they want them in, back with more. I yeah. think that they uh, uh, the, the, where you and I are mourning what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole bunch of these globalists now are thinking this is exactly right. Yeah. Uh, they, it, it also on, on, on top of the fact that America now really hasn't won a war for 75 years. Right. Uh, and most of the ones that we didn't win, we didn't win because we failed to prosecute them like wars. I mean, let's not forget that Korea was that way, and let's not forget that uh, certainly everything from Vietnam forward has been that way. We 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 have all the uh, advantages. We have all the manpower. I mean, there's nothing. There's no lack of courage of courage in the American mm-hmm. uh, the in the American fighting man. What there is is a complete lack of will by their leadership and their politicians and the politicians. And mm-hmm. so we find ourselves again in a situation. And I agree with you. Oh. By the way, we shouldn't we shouldn't have been in Afghanistan to begin with. But here we are after 20 years. And if you're going to get out of it, mm-hmm. how, what kind of gross mis- malfeasance is it that you don't a secure the per- 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 yeah. perimeter mm-hmm. long enough to get all of your serious weapons mm-hmm. and your your allies out of there? How, well, how, if who, you're, do, who does this? If you're wanting to arm people over there, then the best thing to do is to leave quickly and leave them all your equipment and computers and everything yeah. you can find, right? And uh, skip out of town quick uh, so they have the advantage of all of that. And so, yeah, I think that's really obvious. And I also think that if you go back those 70 years, you know, ever since the advent of, of uh, the UN, which was supposed to bring world peace, ironically, we've had nothing but. And we've had a lot of contrived wars. We've had a lot of, uh, for different reasons, we're in different places. And then what they do is they tell the public that it's always for our freedom. Well, that can't be true either. If you're really going to look at every war, there's no way. And like you said, declaring a war, have they really declared wars or these military actions as wars that uh, seem to bypass the protocol of the Constitution, right? So, exactly. man, we have a lot of problems. We're going to we're gonna head off to a break. I'm with Dr. Duke Pesta from The Dr. Duke Show. If you have not listened to his show, you're doing yourself a disservice. You have got to listen to Dr. Duke's show. And actually, his show plays on my Facebook page live. You can actually see him on video right, uh, right there and, and, and watch him. And also, well, he's just a great voice. So I love, I love Duke. Uh, Dr. Duke Show. And uh, you can, all you have to do is Google him to find him. He's everywhere. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this Cyber Symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen 
or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. <laughs> You're listening to the Kate Daly Show. I'm really glad you are. And uh, you can go to KateDalyRadio.com. You can get all the podcasts. My gosh, there's probably like, what, uh, 9,000 hours of shows. <laughs> so you can absolutely go to KateDalyRadio.com and get those. You can also check out Dr. Duke's show. Um, and he has got a wonderful show. He's covering topics no one's covering. And that's why I like Dr. Duke. And I'm so glad he's a part of this show, too. Uh, it comes on every Monday with me. I also want to make sure you went over to my pillow to support Mike. You know, it is true. Uh, they were supposed to be talking about voter fraud, and now they're not. They're talking about Afghanistan. Wow. Uh, what a coincidence for all those coincidence theorists out there. <laughs> Jeez. My gosh, is it not so obvious? Anyway, uh, go to MyPillow.com. Support him. Um, I know a lot of the retailers dropped him, so he's passing on 66% savings to you through using my name, Kate. K-A-T-E. So if you ever wanted those sheets, if you ever wanted those amazing towels I always talk about, the down comforters, the dog beds, it's amazing, the the robes, the loungewear, I mean, he's got the best products, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E, and get up to 66% off right now. I can't even tell you what a great deal this is. This is such a good deal, but he's passing this on to you, and he's making sure that he's going after uh, this voter fraud, whether they put headlines in place to replace it or not, he's still going to go after it. So make sure you go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate. And I really thank you for that because it supports the show as well. Um, I have Dr. Duke Pesta on. We're talking about Afghanistan and Saigon and they're calling it another Saigon moment. But I think you're right. It's more embarrassing than that. It's more embarrassing than the Saigon moment, isn't it? It's it's horrific hot mess after the hot mess of going to war there. And now we're leaving it in a mess that actually gives all the equipment and gives everything uh, to all these people. In fact, uh, Dr. Duke, let me take a call real quick. Uh, hi, caller. You're on live with Dr. Duke and myself, Dr. Duke Pesta. Go right ahead. Caller, you're live. Oh, I think I'm on the line. Okay. Um, you know what, Dr. Duke, what do you, what do you, you know, let's, let's keep talking about Afghanistan a little bit, because I think this is very intriguing what's happening there. And I think there's a lot of subplots going on too. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I think uh, we, we, we mentioned about how this is worse. I mean, uh, th- when you look at the ragtag bunch of, 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 uh, beat down, uh, militant soldiers that they mm-hmm. were fighting, this was easily manageable. I mean, you you could have kept them away. At the very least, you could have kept them away if you had any foresight at all until everything was orderly turned over. But the problem with this is, is that, and everybody knew it, that uh, that when you did this, when you when you decided to do this, you were not Biden. Just last week, was promising us you would not you would not see a Saigon moment of people on rooftops and clinging to planes. Well, you sure did. Yeah. He also guaranteed us that the the Taliban would not retake. Kabul. They would not mm-hmm. retake 
the major cities. The, and they did and that too. And it took a day, and some <laughs> a the, whole day. You know, and some of the some of the early reports of what's happening, they're going door to door, and they're they're dragging twelve year old girls out into the street and Jeez. immediately marrying them to soldiers. Uh, they are. Uh, they're killing anybody who has any association. Now, now you've got a very bad situation where, in order to save their own lives, other Afghani's are going to start turning on anybody else, point the direction, point the finger at anybody else to try to get in good with the new Taliban regime. You're about to see a very, very bloody couple of months in Afghanistan. Absolutely, and it's uh, it's shocking. Uh, I'm going to take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes, I want to add a little to something you said, Kate, and mm-hmm. also to what uh, Dr. Pesta said. This is clearly intentional, and the history of this has been going on for a long, long time. Uh, it's really arguably it's criminal, and it's arguably treason what what they've done. There was zero resistance. This fell in a weekend. Uh, where's yeah. that 20 years of preparation mm-hmm. going on? Uh, it's so obvious that this was intentional. But I wanted to talk about Vietnam. Vietnam, the main reason we lost Vietnam was rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. They had all sorts of rules that uh, we couldn't shoot the enemy right. in the back after they shot at us. Mm-hmm. We couldn't, they had hamlets where they could run into, and we couldn't pursue them, couldn't go across the border. Nifong, uh, the, uh, Haiphong Harbor was the main harbor where the uh, communists, uh, Russia and Red China, were sending weapons in and Nixon was winning the war when he started bombing it and then when he started winning the war he stopped uh, there's so much so many other rules of engagement uh, generals and uh, admirals met during the war and they said at one time we could win this war anytime we want to in four months if they let us in Washington they intentionally lost that war and the same thing on now who ran, ran that war it was CETO a UN affiliate who won who fought this ran this war in Afghanistan a UN affiliate NATO and who who lost the war in Korea to a great extent it was the UN directly and right. the head of the UN said or the US forces said or not US or UN forces Douglas MacArthur said as much he said they were sending my battle plans to the uh, to the enemy and that's yeah. why we were losing thank you for that uh, what are your thoughts on that Duke I think that's a really nice summation of, of how mm-hmm. it's, we've sabotaged ourselves, right? Yeah. I mean, the uh, uh, the political class, the elite class, and even that that uh, shadowy uh, globalist cabal type we talk about all the time, the mm-hmm. uh, you know, the deep state. Uh, that's exactly what happened. I mean, we 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 aren't allowed to win wars. We we have to adhere to all of this rule and engagement. Well, you remember the Iraq War, right? Right, right. Where we couldn't follow them into. <laughs> Mosques, we couldn't right. follow them in hospitals. They've literally uh, the, the 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 Islamic fighters in in Iran. They would store, uh, excuse me, Iraq. They would store their weapons, their their stashes of uh, their caches of grenades and all that stuff, IEDs in hospitals, and we were not allowed in to just take the take the stuff out. So. Our soldiers had to drive around downtown Iraq knowing exactly who, what was in those buildings and who was going in and out of those buildings, but they were absolutely unable to do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, is, this is a mess. Are we leaving everything to shore groups up? Could be. Um, you know, they ran the ISIS narrative to death. And then when Trump went in, you know, no more ISIS. And what do they have? You have to have the boogeyman. It was North Korea for a while. You've got to have that boogeyman, too. And now we are leaving this hot mess. What's going to happen now? And um, do we control the Taliban? 
I mean, do we have some control there? I don't know. I don't know. But there certainly are a lot of people today going, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I think we I think we left all of that for them for a reason. And so that's kind of interesting, too. Then on the flip side of all this, you have protesters chanting outside the United Nations, Afghan Lives Matter. And, <laughs> and some wonder why Black Lives Matter's backers aren't seething over the slogan appropriation. You know, uh, this is just... The world's gone insane. What can I say? Uh, I, I, I just think there's a lot more at the table. And whenever the media is all in concert and going in one direction on this story, go the other direction. That's what I've always learned is that you go the other direction. I used to be more of a neocon, to tell you the truth, before the show, before I ever did this show. I always thought every war we were in was righteous and was, was we had to be there and it was uh, um, explained and everything was hunky-dory. And that's not exactly true. And we're, as a country, we're going to have to get to the point where we realize that the government has done things in our names that we would not approve of. And this goes for other countries, too. And so I think that is a really important aspect to understand what's going on. Now, the left tries to demonize America as a whole because of this. But actually, if you can kind of parse through that a little bit, they do things in our name that we would never allow. And that, to me, is the bottom line. And that's exactly what they're doing right now over there. Right. I mean, I think that's exactly right. I mean, it was neoconism was a very dangerous mm-hmm. thing. Uh, and you still got people. I mean, the, the, where, look at the where, who are the neocons now? They're the anti-Trumpers. Yeah, you're right. You look at uh, right. Cheney, mm-hmm. Cheney's daughter. You look at uh, uh, what's the fellow who used to run the Weekly Standard, Bill Crystal, mm-hmm. right? Right. How he's become a complete the log cabin, you, you, the log cabiners. <laughs> yeah, they're that's all so neocons, true. right? Yeah. So. Uh, I think that's your problem. I mean, the the neocons turns out ultimately had a lot more in common with the progressives than anybody knew. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And uh, and I think the more people that are calling this out honestly and uh, and really truly kind of looking through the narratives to kind of find where the truth is, because I do think there's a lot of subplots on this, and there's a lot of uh, I think there's a lot more to the Taliban than I think we realize. And this was the same. This was this. It just reminds me of Syria because everybody in the world suddenly believed that he was going to just go gas his people for no apparent reason, even though he was voted in and they loved him over in Syria. And then all of a sudden he was gassing his people because they let a photograph go go around the world and it manipulated everybody's emotions and everyone thought he was gassing people when it was proven later that little boy was alive and so i'll tell you what we have got to get better at disseminating information and we have got to get we have we have to get a lot better at not being emotional over this and getting into tribal camps where we go well the we're 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 doing this we're doing that it's always for the right reason we have to get out of that and start to really look at this narrative because they'll push a narrative with this Absolutely. You'll, you won't hear about the truth. <laughs> so. I think what you said about Syria is exactly right. And, yeah. you know, it's, you watch the way the Russians fought that, the pursuit to preserve mm-hmm. uh, him. The, you know, the, yeah. they were they did everything right from a military standpoint. Right. They did not take any prisoners. They could not. They did. They weren't concerned with the least little bit of political correct behavior. Uh, they got they they got there. They established themselves uh, and they and they they haven't been dislodged. Right. right. They've they've protected their guy. Right. And that, and people all over the world, people's looking looking around now and seeing what how the Soviets, the the former Soviets, how they the Russians, how they managed to back up professionally what they said they would do for their clients in ways that we have been unable to do so. I agree. That's a great statement. 
Absolutely. And with uh, with Syria, the only reason they didn't take him out is because Obama didn't want the bad ratings when he found out how much of our country was not okay with just taking somebody out and putting in our U.S. puppet, right? The, the one that would work with us the most, our NATO puppet. And so people have to really, after that, and after the groups went in and said, oh, yeah, uh, we're a third-party world group over here, and he never gassed his people. Why did we not learn a big lesson from that? Why did we not learn? And so, we, I don't know, all of these narratives that get pushed our way, it's shocking. Well, the other question, a really big question for me, too, is how after mm-hmm. 20 years? How, you, I mean, I, I, I'm a university professor. I have sophomore kids, sophomores in college, who were born into a world where America was at war in Afghanistan their whole life. You're right, my youngest. Uh, from 21 years, 22 years. Yep. How is it possible that after 22 decades of this, <laughs> mm-hmm. there is nothing mm-hmm. even resembling right. a competent Afghan Afghanistan army? There's nothing. Right. Where You're did right. all that money go? All this so-called training mm. and all these weapons transfers, how, what did it actually go to? Oh, what a great question. I wonder if people are really thinking about that um, as, as, we're, as, as we saw this uh, toppled in one day. I absolutely agree with you. And as much as we orchestrated ISIS, and I really do believe that we do, we did this, um, we are the ones that, that gave them equipment. Not us, not as a people, but those in charge. Those in charge that love uh, love the war machine, that wanted to get that going. And they love terror because terror is how they, they get what they want, right? We provide measures over here that restrict our constitutional uh, rights by God when they bring up the word terror. They're able to do a lot in the name of safety. So right now they're telling you that, oh my gosh, these people are coming here. So they're going to take away more liberty. And then second, we've got this whole situation that keeps cropping up again and again and again and again. And we have to be able to learn. We have to be able to well, call it. it. This is a critical question. So, okay, you're leaving on a dime, the American people. So w- shouldn't there be an Afghan army after 20 years that should yeah. be standing in the battle I would in the think. Ba- up against the barricades now? I would think. Should be, should be surrounding that Air Force, airport? Where are they? I would love to see where the money went. I really would. And we've been sending a hell of a lot of money over there. And, you know, Trump didn't take out, uh, the, the. you know, after Obama knew the ratings were going to go down, Trump also did not end up, uh, did not end up doing a coup on Syria. And... That was great. And I was really glad to see that actually actually take place. I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he resisted that. Um, but we have people in here now that really, really want some coups to happen over there as well. So we need to keep our eye on this and, and tell the truth about it. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. More with Dr. Duke Peston when we come back. KateDalyRadio.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi, 
Hi there. Welcome back. Goodbye, Saigon. Uh, Good old Billy Joel song. Uh, Thanks, Pesta, for that. And we will take some calls. We've got some calls coming in. I'm just going to ask the caller to just hold on a minute, uh, if you will, please. I I just wanted to mention Balance of Nature. What a wonderful, wonderful product this is. I would tell anyone to get Balance of Nature because it's the food supplement we need. Uh, You need to be taking a food supplement. And if you don't realize that, just start doing some homework on your uh, food supply and you'll find out why I'm saying that. And then also this is 31 fruits and vegetables. This is the uh, reason that you need these nutrients to shore your body up. Um, Could they be dropping things? Could they be be doing things? Could a bio uh, weapon come our way? Well, you know what? Shore yourself up in your health so that you can tackle a lot of things too. And it's really... This is a great product. People love it. And you'll feel that uh, energy all day, too. That's a big thing. Right now, your body's taking on stress like crazy, right? This is a great way to combat the stress. Firmly believe in this product. Balanceofnature.com. Use the code word Kate. Get 35% off and free shipping. Bottom line, just get it. Balanceofnature.com. This is why it's so popular. It's an amazing product. But use the code word K-A-T-E, my first name, and you'll get the benefits of this too. And you can even try it out. My gosh, you can even just try it out. It's guaranteed. I also wanted to mention something about this. Right now, we are discussing how we are leaving Afghanistan in this hot mess, right? How it was taken over in a day. And something that people aren't saying is this. We're leaving this way and everybody's centered on the narrative of the media talking about how we're leaving, right? And not why we were there. Should we have been there? And of course, the narrative is going to pull us right back into Afghanistan, I feel like, uh, even with a bigger presence. And so just keep that in mind. The the narrative always pulls us in a lot of directions, a lot of other directions. And we don't have the conversation we should have. The conversation we should have is why were we there and should we have been there in the first place? But if you left the right way then everybody would be having that conversation. But the way that they're leaving now, all of a sudden, now this is all anyone's going to talk about, right? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Dr. Pesta and myself. Go right ahead. Yeah, it's... Uh, hi, Kate. Hi. So the the thing that you brought up with the distraction, if you mm-hmm. will, to where we're now investigating the voter fraud, right. um, that popped right into my head as, as soon as you mentioned that. But here's another big one, is they voted in that outrageous... trillion infrastructure bill, which is not infrastructure. It's padded with all sorts of New Deal stuff. It's now over in the House. They're going to increase that to three and a half trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. They're destroying the country, and that's right. another distraction. Everybody's looking at Afghanistan, and guess what, folks? Your country's being stolen from you. Oh, all right. Thank you for that. In fact, we have another caller, uh, Doctor Duke Pesta. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Duke Pesta and myself. Go right ahead. Okay, well, I'm not sure if I'm off topic now. I was listening about 45 minutes ago oh, talking yeah. about Afghanistan. Yeah, we're talking we're about Afghanistan. Yeah, sure. Go right ahead. So I do, I'm not exactly sure where you stand on it, but you did make a, an interesting point about the news media. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me that MSNBC and all of these people are now talking about women and women's mm-hmm. rights and, you know, what are we going to do with regards to how, um, you know, how they're going to be left and treated when all they did back in 2002, three, four, five, or six was talk about George W. Bush as a warmonger mm-hmm. when indeed he did liberate all these women. So you can have a couple different opinions mm-hmm. on the war itself and whether mm-hmm. we should be there or shouldn't be there, but what you can argue is that we liberated George W. Bush, liberated millions and millions of women in the Middle East, 
And it's just interesting to me now, and I don't know how you feel about this, mm-hmm. but, of course, the media now is going to show that plight, which is very real. But while this was all happening, they mm-hmm. didn't, you know, they wanted to, you know, tag George W. Bush as a warmonger, mm-hmm. even when all of these good things did happen. But what are your what's your opinion regarding okay. that? I'm going to take you off there because you'll, you'll probably get an echo as I'm answering this. I'll take you off and then I'll answer that question. And I actually want Dr. Duke to answer this too, but we did not have to do the things that we did to get women liberated. And I don't feel like it is our... <sighs> I don't know if they're any more liberated than they used to be, considering the fact that they're marrying off children, children brides. But we did not have to do that to get that. And I'm not sure that that was our responsibility to go do. So I kind of have mixed feelings on that than the caller. Uh, Duke, did you want to comment on it? Yeah, we never would have went to war and and the American people never would have supported it if the only mission was the the hope of liberating women. That's Uh just not why it happened. So so as bad a decision it was of George Bush to invade Afghanistan, it doesn't let him off the hook because for a while some Afghan women had freedom that they'd never had before. I would also follow that up with something that should be said but won't be said. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly true, though. One of the, you might argue, positive Mm -hmm. uh, 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 one of the more positive results of a very bad war in Afghanistan was the liberation of women. And what should be now, the, the mantra from now on, is a Democrat president by the name of Joe Biden and his incredibly arrogant, feminist, progressive, critical race theory cabinet, all his supporters mm-hmm. just put <laughs> millions of Afghan women right back in the kitchen, right back out of the schools, right back to where they yep. were, utterly subservient. That's on the progressive left and the men mm-hmm. of the progressive left in particular. Yeah. And remember that the war was solidified in uh, in going into those two areas, uh, clear back with, uh, what was it called? Um, that just escaped me. It was the big document that they came out with where they said they needed another Pearl Harbor. And they outlined the next 20 years of war and how, what that would do for the insider clubs. So that was all of those same people that were on that. And so it was no surprise when we went into war where we did in the low 2000s because of the and we blamed it on 9-11 and we had no reason to be there to blame it on 9-11 to to blame that those two actions on 9-11 so yes warmonger only because that war machine they substantially benefited from that if you go back through all the presidents actually George Bush made the most money little George Bush made the most money during that during that wartime so so I have mixed feelings on it, knowing what I do about the Bush family and how long they've profited off war. And even uh, even uh, little little Pappy Bush <laughs> made uh, made huge amounts of money, his father, off of World War II in, sell- in selling um, uh, arms to Germany. So, you know what? I, there, there's so much there to unpack. I can't do it in a few minutes. But, yeah, there's a huge amount of problems with who was shoring that up. And as conservatives and as Republicans, we better look at that and address it and honestly address that absolutely and let me throw in there sure uh before we start hailing george bush as some uh uh, vindicated by history guy Mm -hmm. this is the same george bush who for eight years did not say a single word against obama's provocations not all the drone bombing bombing, not the illegal war in Mm -hmm. libya not a thing did he have to say for eight years of the Obama lawlessness, especially when it came to warfare. Right. And yet the minute Trump took office, he put down his paintbrush, stepped aside from his retirement and started ripping on the president. 
uh, and then and supported Biden. Right. And now right. where's Georgie? Georgie, come on. This was your war. Biden just dumped on it. Say something. Right. Where's George Bush and all of this? Yeah. Come on, George. Yeah. You got some accountability here. Oh, but, you know, yeah. nowhere. They loved him. The media loved him when he was down talking Trump. Now they're not the least bit interested in what Georgie Porgy has to say. Georgie, Georgie Porgy's in the kitchen right. painting his dumb paintings, right? Yeah. Him and Hunter <laughs> him and Hunter Biden should have an exhibit, <laughs> right? Because they can't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, and, and what, when he's not kissing Michelle on the cheek every five seconds, Michelle Obama, it's a really strange relationship between all these people. And if you know about the, I think the big, one of the biggest red pills for conservatives is uh, the is the is the Bush family and their involvement in some of the biggest atrocities. And, and I've done shows on it. And it is the moment where you go, wow, because you know what people say about the Bushes? Well, they hugged the soldiers. Mm. So they love us. Uh, no, actually, they don't. And there's a huge history with that Bush family that's quite disgusting. And I wish people would know. I wish people would do more homework on the Bush family. I, I really do. I, I, I'm not OK with the Bush family at all. <laughs> One of the few Republicans to, I think, call them out on the air. But um, uh, yeah, uh, there, there's a huge red pill there. But I, I feel like we are told and sold a box of rocks with every single military action we take. And I think very, very few, if any, can actually go back to our freedoms. I think that the most of the time we're in there to either replace or coup another country. And by the way, did you guys know our our country was cooed? Yes. Biden cooed our country, uh, Biden and his little playmates. So we're not talking about that. We never talk about that. We only talk about the emotion of going to war and whether it's justified to go and free others, just like the caller had said. It's all about freeing others. No, it's not. No, it's not. They tried to sell us that box of rocks on Syria, too, and it didn't work, thankfully. So we have a lot of problems in constantly, I think, going to the emotion of it and being stoked by the flame that says we're going out and freeing people and we're we're helping them to become like us. No, we're not. No, we're not all the time. And we have to address that. But those are, that does not represent who we are as a people. We would never condone a lot of the actions taking place if we knew what was really going on behind the scenes, if we knew about ISIS and the Taliban and and all of these groups, too. That's my thoughts. Uh, well said. I agree. I think you're exactly right. Oh, I'm just, it's frustrating out there for people. And I know it is because people are starting to wake up, which means people are starting to realize what we're talking about in this hour. And I, I really love that. I love that people are waking up, but then there's a more desperate, a more desperate fight because you know how bad it really is. And then what do you do about it? Right. And I mean, we can call it out. Hopefully more people will call this out. Um, are they going to try to do a false flag? Well, according to General Milley, uh, you know, they're all coming here. So I, I don't know. I, I see an open border. I see Californians uh, doing petitions to uh, to arrest the, the, the unvaccinated. We have so many problems that today Afghanistan is not one of my biggest problems. I mean, it, I I don't understand why we in this country don't get what we're losing here. And what we're losing here is huge. It's huge. We don't get it. I There's just so many fires to fight. What do you do, Pesta? I don't know. Well, I do know this from I know history like you know history, like American presidents like Joe Biden don't know history. Right. And I know this, that when a republic is when a republic is lost, you never get it back. Right. The liberty and the checks and balances and the civilizational impact of a of a constitution, a constitutional republic. Once you've lost it, you've lost it. And I think 
it's undeniably true that we've lost it now. So you can't go back the other way. Right. I mean, that doesn't work. What, what, if you look at history, it's only supposed to get worse. And so it seems like it's getting worse. We'll see where it ends. But yeah, um, I know. And I know it's I know it's really frustrating too. just always look at what the media the media is always in concert. That means that their narrative is written out of the AP. And their narrative is written out of Reuters, Reuters, however you want to say it. <laughs> so I'm known as the name murderer, so whatever. Reuters, Reuters. It's written out of those two places. Those two places are Rothschild owned. So whatever, you'll never have competing media sources out there with competing stories about this or even competing opinions on it. Everything is painted under the same pen, under the same slant. And you could argue all day long that it's conservative versus CNN. No, it's not. It's all under the same pen. So whatever direction they want us to talk about, and that today it's how we're leaving instead of why were we there, um, they want us there. They want us there. So I think they're, they're, they're going to end up keeping us there. Unless they're preparing to blame this for a false flag and getting out. I don't know. But the, the, the hot mess that they're leaving only says that, they want us there for a longer time. What do you think? I I could see a number of scenarios in which they would want us back in there, and um, and you know, and of course, if it became Biden's war instead of Bush's war, yeah, uh, I guarantee you the media would be much softer right. on its criticism. So there are there are reasons to think that. I mean, um, but here, but I asked myself this question too: with the twenty two elections on the verge here, we're we're a month a year away, excuse me, for very serious elections. That's gonna, uh-huh. I, I think, it's gonna determine who controls government. I just don't think this this is on top of everything else the Bidens has Biden has screwed up. I don't think weak on defense is going to sell very, very good a year from now. I mean, yeah. maybe it's true. Maybe, maybe we may end up a deep, more deeply involved. There's no doubt about it. But that's a decision made way higher up than about than Biden. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not a good look for Biden with every every other problem he's got right. going into the, uh, uh, the, but, the the pivotal mm-hmm. two year elections right. to ha- to add uh, absent with all out without leave from right. the Afghanistan crisis. Has anybody find him yet? Did we find uh, which which bed under uh, the in the White House? He's hiding under it, we, 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 <laughs> they've got him in an ice in, uh... chest <laughs> they pull him <laughs> out and defrost him <laughs> thank you uh, so much duke really appreciate that thank Thanks. you i'll uh, see you next week. week thank you dr duke show go ahead and catch that and yeah they are leaving in a hot mess which would only dictate that oh whoops we need to go back in we didn't do enough we need to go back in am i right be right back with investigator dave so don't go anywhere let's get his thoughts on the matter and uh, we'll be right back kate daly show kate daly radio.com 